We're grateful to have you as a listener, and we want to learn more about your listening habits and how we can serve you better. We have a survey running right now and would love to hear from you. It shouldn't take much more than five minutes to complete. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash podcast survey. That's WashingtonPost.com slash podcast survey. When you're done, you can enter a sweepstakes to win a $100 gift card. We really appreciate your help. Thanks so much. You're listening to a podcast from Washington Post Live, bringing the newsroom to you live. Good morning. Welcome to Washington Post Live. You just saw a clip of an incredible film I got to watch ahead of this called Darlings. We're going to talk about that and much more today. I am Dave Jorgensen, senior video producer here at The Post. Well, she's an actor, an entrepreneur, an activist, and now she's also a producer. My guest today is one of the biggest names in Bollywood. This Friday, her film Darlings will be available worldwide on Netflix. And will be the actor's first co-produced film. I'm delighted today to be joined by Alia Bhatt. Alia, welcome to Washington Post Live. Thank you so much. That was a really, really, really kind introduction. Thank you so much. Well, I I was a fan, and now I'm an even bigger fan. Like I said, after watching that film, so I'm going to try to get right to it uh, because I have a lot of questions for you. But before we get started, a reminder to our audience: we want to hear from you as well. We already we already started getting questions for you, Alia. But tweet us even more questions at the handle at Post Live. So make sure to tweet at Post Live. So let's get to it, Alia. I watched Darlings. Like I said, it was uh, it, it was. Unlike anything I've experienced before, for many reasons, there's the humor aspect, of course, but the drama itself, and and also I think a lot, something I want to get into is specifically about how uh, emotional manipulation and how you, that's demonstrated on screen. But before we talk about that, uh, I want to know what about the script got you interested in producing this film? Well, it it, it rarely happens that when I start hearing a narration of a script or I read a script that I'm surprised. I kind of always have a certain sense of where the story is going to lead. And I mean, I'm in entertained by the scenes or the story's taking me forward in some way. And I know, I know what's going to unfold. But for the first time, I just didn't know what to expect. And that feeling, the feeling of surprise, um, is a very fun feeling because you feel like, okay, um, that was not expected and it intrigues you more. So from my body language being like, you know, a little like judgmental, like just like kind of hearing it being a little peaceful. I was like, like that, like everything <laughs> suddenly changed. And I like that it made me feel that way. Um, I like that it was a very simple story. Actually, eventually, I think it comes down to being a mother-daughter story um, with all its layers. And we're talking about a very sensitive theme through Darlings. We're touching upon darkness and comedy and darkness and comedy and all of that. But in the heart of it, it's a mother-daughter story. And at least, you know, over here in India, it's been a while since I've seen like a really intimate mother-daughter story. So I was like, okay, fine, let's do this. and. Um, okay, why can't I produce a film like, like Darlings? And I suggested it to my co-producer, Red Chilies, um, and they were totally on board. Um, and in fact, Shahrukh called me up and said, you know, I don't usually do this with other people. I don't usually co-produce, but I'm going to do it with you because I love you and we're going to have a great time and it's going to be amazing. 
Well, that, that face you made earlier was my face watching the whole movie. Just, what's going to happen <laughs> next? Um, <laughs> and in the best way, every turn, every time you think it's going to go left, it goes right. Uh, and in that film, in Darlings, you, uh, you yourself have built a career on taking roles that challenge stereotypes, taboos, and other cultural expectations, which is definitely a big part of this film. What do you hope the audiences will take away from watching, uh, you know, making that face uh, both in and outside of India? like you know there there can be a certain section of the audience that relates to what these characters are going through there can be some people who have no idea what they're going through and actually are totally like overwhelmed by it and totally you know um disturbed but at the same time i think at the end of the day what i'm trying what we're trying to do and the story that we're trying to tell through darlings is very very simple and without giving too much away and you know any spoiler alerts or anything um it's just through the relationships and through the choices that these characters make. Nobody's really black or white in life and neither are they in the film. That gray area is a very interesting area. And sometimes through the gray area, you reach very sort of important, poignant moments in your life. And you, and you come to very large ass decisions after going through a lot of push and pull. So you'll get to see a lot of that through the film, a lot of that push and pull, a lot of that shifting of genre. But at the end of the day, I think what one will take away is a very simple thought, um, a big question that we all have on our minds with regards to relationships. Um, and that's what I hope for people to just sort of gain a little bit of, huh, yeah, that makes sense. We kind of already know it, but sometimes just seeing it in a completely different form is interesting. I agree. And I think part of that different form is that, as you said, no character in this is fully black or fully white. There is some nuances. And I think every character, even, you know, arguably the main villain, there's moments of humor with them as well. So can you talk to me about how you walk that fine line between those very serious topics we're discussing, but also injecting humor, sometimes in the places you least expect there's humor? Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes, I think that's something that we were very aware of from the very beginning, because at no point are we taking the subject of, because it does speak about domestic violence, the film or domestic abuse. At no point are we taking that lightly or we're making fun of the, that very, very sensitive issue and very, very important you know, issue that we actually must talk about and must be extremely sensitive to. It's actually not that kind of comedy as well, where you're like, Ha ha, that's a funny line. What's funny is, I guess, the comedy of errors, you know, these really simple, um, vulnerable, quirky, totally out of their head characters trying to manage a situation and they think they're doing a pretty good job at it, but they're actually failing miserably. And I think that's what's funny. You know, you kind of... Um, you kind of, uh, you feel for them. And I think somebody who can make you laugh a lot can also make you cry a lot. So I love that balance um, of like really connecting to these characters through their lightness and their quirks, but then really, really, you know, feeling for them when, when they're in a moment of distress or, you know, when they're going through like a, a cathartic experience um, or something. So I think that was, 
as long as we were aware of it whilst making the movie that listen we're walking a really tight rope here and dark comedies are hard you know genres in in general and working with jasmeet my director who's making her debut as a director um was also something like people were like okay you know it's a risk and are you sure you'll be able to manage it but i think for us most what was most important is just like tell the story authentically you play the characters from the heart and not try to be too smart or too cool or too edgy or too anything just be authentic to the moment and we should be okay yeah and your character the, the protagonist it, you know there's moments where she's very cool but then she sort of you know fumbles for a second and i think that's what makes it feel so real as you're going through this um you said speaking of people that make you laugh and cry your mother in this film is so relatable. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your work with your co-star Shafali Shah and how you made uh, that very bull relationship come to life? Well, you know, it's really strange, but it turned out that Chef and I are exactly the same when it comes to our process as actors, which is we don't have a process. We just like to um, <laughs> discover and um, live the moment you know we're not somebody who really even goes all out in a rehearsal we'll do the rehearsal just for the mechanics just so that everybody can get an idea of what we're doing but then when we take we take and none of our takes are ever the same so we're always doing new things we're always mixing it up and um, that's something that uh, we discovered like on day 1 and and i was like okay that's interesting but that gives a lot of room for magic to happen in the moment without you really constructing it and this dynamic as i said earlier it was really essential that the mother and daughter were friends because that's the beauty of their relationship in the movie um i have great admiration and respect for chef i think she's a fantastic actor but even more so i think she's has such a high emotional quotient like her empathy level is like here uh, and i consider myself very high in my emotional in my eq as well so i think we really hit it off um with regards to those things and it's not like we were sitting and talking or chatting throughout the shoot and the side and giggling and all of that we would like do our shot take our beat like take a second come back you know it, it was just very it we had our space but then in front of the camera we just sort of went at it and it it was magic It was. I I, uh, I think I laughed the most whenever it pretty much <laughs> the lines she delivered were very. My my wife was kind of in and out of the room while I was watching, and every time she walked by, Chef said something, and she just started laughing. <laughs> so relatable, <laughs> even if you weren't even fully focused on the film. She's like, "Oh, that's like my mom." So that was great. Uh, um, and forgive me here of, of these pronunciations. I'll do my best, but uh, you know, I, I hopefully I get these right. You worked with industry titans Shahrukh Khan and Gauri Khan on this <laughs> film. what was the experience like this time working with them in a production capacity well i know sharuk as an actor i mean i know him i mean the whole world knows him um and this time collaborating with him as a producer was very different because for the first time i felt like he literally just like he's like you know baby this is something that we're doing together and like i want to give you wings and you fly like he didn't he was there for all the important beats like the day 1 the the day 10 the the rap of you know when shefali rap the film rap you know we start the film with the puja he was there for that like and he would just come unannounced on set and visit and 
just come and just give us some energy and good luck and everybody would go into a taste because they were like massive fans of his on set um but the beauty of it was he just really was like okay listen she's on this journey and this you know young new director they want to make something and red chilies as a production has done so many movies so they just really put all their muscle and you know really supported the filmmaking aspect of it logistically because we were also shooting at a very tough time post the second wave or during the second wave um in india so you know there were a lot of restrictions we were put into a bubble we had a really tight window to shoot and we had a lot of like cancellations and schedules and all of that but the beauty of it was that none of that came to me they handled everything on the side so that i could focus on set and be you know creatively flowing um and not have any of those logistical things come into my face so whilst i was aware of it i didn't have to worry about it because they were handling it so beautifully great that's that's great yeah i uh, well first of all you, you kept busy on this film but you've been on quite a few other films recently and i want to talk about another role that also challenges gender and social hierarchies uh here's a clip from that recent film gangu by katiawadi for our audience let's take a look तीन बात बोलेगी गंगू भाई पहला लोग हमें बेईमान समझते कोई बात नहीं ये बेईमानी का काम करने का ईमानदारी के साथ पूरे ईमानदारी के साथ दूसरी बात फूल का काम है खुशबू फैलाना चाहे वो मंदिर में हो या दरगाह पर कोठे पे हो या कफन पर खुशबू फैलाने का को देने का फुल सेटिस्फेक्शन हाँ पर दाम जरूर लेने का तरक्की तो चाहिए हमें तीसरी बात इज्जत से जीने का किसी से डरने का नहीं ना पुलिस से ना एमएलए से ना मंत्री से ना भड़वो से किसी के बाप से नहीं डरने का अरे जब शक्ति संपत्ति सदबुद्धि तीनों ही औरतें तो इन मर्दों को किस बात का गुरूर So a quick synopsis for our audience who hasn't seen that film. Alia plays the role of an Indian activist who was forced into prostitution as a child, went on to fight for the well-being of sex workers and orphans. So another just uh, a role where you're you're we're cheering for Alia throughout the film. Uh, I want to know what attracted you to the role of Gangubai. Uh in this male-dominated industry where roles are often written for men, how have you managed to do these female-centric films? Well, I think um A with Gangubai, it was a dream to work with my director Sanjeela Bansali, who I admired all my life. Um and when he wanted to make this film with me in fact at first i was a bit shocked because i was meant to do another film with him which didn't happen and then this came so i was like okay one second like i need to i need to realign my thoughts firstly how am i going to be able to play this part like i'm so tiny <laughs> you know and this woman is like she needs to be like tough and strong and like overbearing but at the same time like gentle and, and people need to like kind of bow down to her she has this sort of like mafia queen energy um so how am i supposed to pull it off but he believed in me and um then i believed in me i think for me what was most important that i get that experience with him and i i you know get a chance to be directed by him and i 
think it was the best and i know it was the best decision i've ever made in my life because the actor i was before gangubai and the actor i am after gangubai are two completely different people um so i'm yeah i think that was that's more than enough a reason for me to do a movie and um how i you know do female oriented films in this male do- i don't know how i think i just naturally get attracted to characters that are um really strong really layered um vulnerable and characters that have an arc through the film um i feel like this is something that i naturally gravitate towards um and yes people may assume that or may may consider it a bit of a risk thinking that you know um you're putting that box office pressure on your shoulders or all those things but i'm like okay i'd rather take the hard road than take the easy road and if i succeed at the hard road then you know i can get a couple of more roads to walk like you never know so yeah i think for me it's just what it's a do or die like try and if you if you fail it's fine but at least try i think you've created many many roads to walk on so uh which, which will be following of course but you know you mentioned that you know you might be small but you can you fill this i think first of all you're filling the screen with your charisma but i also think in that clip that we watched we the way it's shot it's it's depicting you as a powerful woman and i think that's really really cool to watch and i think that's a, clearly the direction of it has created the space where we see this really strong protagonist do you think that bollywood has changed recently in how it depicts women it has it has and i think that see, the thing is there was always a hint of it and maybe even like very very strong characters for women were written like even like two decades ago you know um um there was mother india there was you know there was so many beautiful movies um led by really strong very very um impactful actors and actresses of our you know of the of indian cinematic history that have left such a strong mark in just you know the filmography of all films put together male female all of that but i think maybe we lost it a bit in the middle and there was a bit of a lull where there was a eight particular kind of film made a lot and maybe women were just not being offered those roles or roles were just not being written and i think it just started maybe to snowball a bit when one film with a woman you know led by a woman did really well then another then another then another so then it was just something that it just started happening and because of that writers directors started getting that confidence to also um invest in stories like that because how long are you going to tell the same kind of story or the same you can't have the same kind of hero in every story you have to mix it up a little bit and try to make it a little different and i think that's what started happening and now with you know with platforms like netflix i think there has been a whole new lease of like a whole like a whole new lease of life given to so many actors in their mid 40s mid 50s mid 60s like i know my mum wouldn't have like you know she, because she's been an actor all her life and she's done a lot of theater a lot of television worked in a couple of movies as well but you reach a point where people stop writing characters for a women of for women of a certain age now because of content becoming so broad there are those characters written for women of any age and in fact there is um, so many more there are so many more stories to tell 
so i think in that sense it's a really good time to be an actor and i i'm sure every actor would agree yeah and, and especially now as a producer as well you get to help dictate some of these stories and bring more of them to light and we have a twitter question directly related to that it is from sagar s-a-g-a-r and they ask what are your learnings from being a first-time producer that you will keep in mind as you build the production house hmm I think my learning, um, I mean, there, there are many learnings, um, but I think one of the most important learnings is that don't rush into anything. Because sometimes what happens is um, you feel like you're pressed for time for some weird reason that you need to get something out there because they're like, oh no, let's not wait. Um, and you do a lot of things in a hurry with, you know, as a result. So I think one of the things that I've learned is that you take your time and even if it takes double the time, it's fine because at the end of the day, what you put out there is most important. Um, so yeah, that has been my biggest learning, like not to rush through anything creative. That's great. And uh, earlier you mentioned your mom, but let's talk about you and your husband who have had quite a year. Congrats on the wedding and the baby. Thank you so much. Oh. <laughs> we got a whole montage for you. Oh, that's so cute. So do you think this, uh, I'm, excuse me, you are both co-leads in a new project, which will come out on Disney Plus next month. So streaming is becoming a bigger and bigger thing. Can you talk to us about how the entertainment industry has shifted in recent, recent years? Do you think this is why more films are able to, quote unquote, go global? So this film actually hits the theaters next month um, and uh, will subsequent, subsequently come on the Disney platform okay. as well. Um, but yeah, in general, I think, yeah, you, you can say that there, there are now two phases of a film release, you know, uh, a film that releases on theatrical and then uh, the one that releases and the same film that releases on a streaming platform. And when it releases on a streaming platform, you, will, you it gets like a whole new like boom new release like there's a whole new energy that sort of comes towards the film so earlier shelf life of a film would be maybe like four to six weeks at least in the last whatever seven eight years and now because of all the streaming platforms the shelf life is at least like two to three months which is which is or, or even longer for example i mean like what i mean by two to three months is that in terms of it's the energy or the attention that's given to the movie but your film is sitting there and even now I have people talking to me about watching a Gangubai on Netflix or watching an RRR on Netflix um, and, you know, like loving it and feeling so excited about it. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, for me, the, I always believe the more, the more content, the, the merrier, the more content, the better. But it's also the longer life for a content, the merrier, you know, it's, um, um, it's, yeah, it's just like such a long shelf life, which makes it, which makes it so much more exciting. I feel the same way. You know, it's also I, ups I love the competition. The actually, say it again. It also ups the competition. You know, like you oh, have to really, yeah, because there's so much content out there, so you have to really, like, you have to really make sure that that your content's good, which is which is great. I mean, a good competition is always good. 
Yes, and I think I think you're you're competing quite well. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad that you also get a theater release because I I enjoy that experience of going to theaters. But it's also great when it can be accessible to everyone, especially on a global level, which I I want to ask you a little bit more about. You your father is a big and longtime Bollywood producer, so you've kind of been in this industry for a while or been aware of it for a while. How is streaming changing Indian entertainment and is allowing for more room for creative storytelling? Well, so basically the understanding is that like a certain kind of film just works best in a theater because of the scale and the mounting of the project and and and, and the visuals, right? It's a larger than life right. cinematic experience, which is irreplaceable. So going to a theater is not going to change. But there's a certain intimate watch, intimate storytelling that may not see such a wide range of people coming out there to watch the film. India is a massive country, but everyone getting everyone together and in large numbers to watch a movie is really hard because you really need to reach out to that mass, you know, commercial audience. And for that, sometimes you need to cut your storytelling down by something. You need to pace it up by somewhere. You can't have a certain um, uh, you know, can't take a certain direction. You know, you have you, you're kind of not you're not restricted, but yes, that that kind of storytelling cannot go very intimate. So I think what's interesting is that you have, of course, the big spectacle and the tent tent pole movies, which are massive and which are fun and which we which we can't wait for. But then you have the smaller intimate movies like a film like Darlings or like or like a TV show or like a limited series. Content like that goes to an OTT platform. And um, that way we are living in two worlds, right? We have we have the big stuff and we also have the intimate stuff. And I like that balance because sometimes I may not want to watch a really loud, massive visual spectacle. I want to watch a, like a slice of life movie or a sweet love story or or you know a story about you know owner and his dog. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's a there's a range of ideas and stories that we can tell. And um, yeah, I can see a clear sort of differentiation coming to both these both these um, modes of entertainment. Right. Well, I, I made a lot of TikToks with my dog. If you want to watch any of those, they're a little bit more slice of life, but you know, maybe later. <laughs> um, you did mention something about two worlds, and that makes me. There's. I would also say there's almost two worlds in Bollywood and Hollywood. Uh, I know you have this upcoming project that is largely a Hollywood pro uh, project with Gal Gadot and Jamie Dornan. I Googled it. We can't find anything about it. It's all under wraps. So you can't tell us much about the film itself. But we do have an audience question from Tanya in New Jersey, and she wants to know what has been the diff biggest difference between working in Hollywood versus Indian films? <sighs> the biggest difference. sure because honestly I find it really similar and I think um, for me in this experience the biggest difference was being with a completely new crew not having my like regular team that I'm so used to like I went totally like you know dropped out of my comfort zone and went into this whole new massive world um, shooting like this action movie and I was it was really exciting, but I don't see, I mean, for me, the only difference would be speaking in like over here, I speak in Hindi um, and uh, in Hollywood, I speak in English, but that's like, that was the only major, major difference. 
Um, otherwise, the function, the set functions the same way. Eventually, we're all working towards one vision, which is the director's vision, and putting together a film. The the energy of like hard work is the same. Um, maybe the number of hours is different. Like in India, we shoot twelve hour days. Um, where I shot, we shot ten hour days. I mean, that's like, I mean, small like little little details. But other than that, like I didn't see much of a difference. <laughs> well, that's good. I think the end product ends up being the same thing, which is just something that you get immersed in and you want to watch and enjoy. So that's that's what's most important. I uh, so yeah. it's talking on Hollywood and Bollywood still. In Hollywood, it's really common for actors to speak about political issues or take up these big causes. Whereas in Bollywood, um, you know, people often speak about more global issues like Black Lives Matter. But why do you think uh, Indian actors are, are more hesitant to talk about more local issues in India? Well, I think that it's something that um, is extremely sensitive. Um, and I feel from time to time, a lot of your a lot of what you say, a lot of the opinions that the actors have given in the past have been maybe misconstrued or misreported, or it's just sort of blown out of proportion in the very in a very wrong way. So sometimes it's just better to keep, you know, a lot of that to yourself. Everyone has opinions. I mean, we can't change that. The world is going to have opinions, and we have opinions as well, and one will continue to have them. But there are so many opinions out there right now that i feel like the world can do with one less opinion and um, you sort of make your 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 politics or your values or your or your causes very clear with the kind of work that you do um like your your work speaks for itself as opposed to you going out there because sometimes it's just like one line without any context that's just splashed about there's no responsibility even with the words that you you know that you give um with regards to something that you feel passionate about or something that you feel very strongly about um so i think it's 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 sort of happened over the years but i think at least for me personally i can't speak for the rest um i just choose to kind of do my work and speak through my work and um not really get into speaking in between um yeah I'll that that makes sense. And my opinion, personally, is that I wish these interviews were longer than a half hour. But we are out of time. So Ali Abad, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us today, and best of luck with the new new film. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. For more information on our upcoming programs, go to WashingtonPostLive.com.